cafe anyway. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FF episode 2687, 2687, and Mike Matthews. Welcome to Cafe Anyway and Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Well, I got the door fixed, and now the garage door won't be in the mix of my life anymore because it's fixed, and I closed the door, and now I can just dance around like I did before. That was pretty much a summation of what's been going on today. Mike's Daily Podcast. It took two people to move that garage door. I moved it by myself, much to my back's chagrin. Daily Ouch. Podcast. I'm still paying for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cafe anyway. Hey, it's Columbus Day. Oops, I mean Native American Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, National Moldy Cheese Day. What? Yes, and it's Kick Butt Day. Because you should at some point do that. And if you are in the... Nope. What? Leif Erikson Day? As well as... Wow, all the explorers. All the colonizers. <laughs> Everybody's all thrown into one day. It's crazy. Along with moldy cheese. Why would you celebrate moldy cheese? That's I have to know the answer to that, which I'm going to tell you at this point. National Moldy Cheese Day. A cheesemonger is a person who specializes in cheese, butter, and other dairy products. They may take umbrage Yes, umbrage at the ordinary person's offense of moldy cheese. Well, depending on the type of mold, some cheese molds, red or brown tinge molds, for example, are offensive. The bacteria contaminated moldy cheese should go in the garbage quickly. Unless you think for some reason, like my mom used to, that that would... And here's today's podcast picture. That that was essentially just penicillin and you'd make yourself healthy... By eating mold I, That's how I grew up in that world The podcast picture today Is me and my lovely lady friend Over there at Half Moon Bay And she would also strongly disagree with my mom She's like, yeah, mold No, none of that Thank you I like my ear, airways My airways clean So I can breathe The late great Basil the Boxer Used to enjoy going to Half Moon Bay In this podcast picture He would run around the beach All along there And so we always remember him Take a moment to remember him While we are there And all the little birds running by That particular day Which was about two weeks ago The waves were huge You couldn't even really stand on the beach We're up there on a bluff That's how far away we had to stay from the the water Because the waves were so huge But it says here, gray, blue, or green colored moldy cheese, I guess is better. Like a sommelier sommelier pairs the best wines with meals. A cheesemonger provides expert advice on artisanal cheeses for recipes, banquets. You will travel into the incredible universe. And sources for restaurants. Cheeses such as Maytag Blue... Rockford Blue 
Camembert, Gorgonzola, Stilton are a few of the moldy reasons cheese lovers celebrate on this day. The fuzzy mold on a wheel of fresh brie is called cat's fur. This show is clean. Uh, it needs careful ma- maintenance. Pretty much. So things don't go uh, haywire and go from delicious to not good for you at all, not nutritious. I got through that. I got into it. <laughs> and gorgonzola cheese is made with three different kinds of mold spores. It's like a milder blue cheese, but gorgonzola is creamier and earthier. Toss it with pasta and mushrooms for an outstanding meal. Also, it complements any cheese plate. Add apples and tart dried cranberries, they say. Woo! And invite people over for tasting. And come on over. We're having some cheese here at Cafe anyway. You guys liking the cheese? Fabagoo. Things to do. Things to do. They haven't tried it. They're staying away from it. They're actually standing on the opposite side of the room. So that's probably all you wanted to know about that, as I understand. Let's see. But really, what's going on on the 10th is what we want to know. It is National Cake Decorating Day. Not that easy to do, for me anyway. I don't think I've even ever ever made a cake, much less decorated one. I need the cake first to enjoy the decoration. National Walk to a Park Day. I have done that many times, including with the late great Basil the Boxer. And National Metric Day. Yes, all that time you spent learning metrics. Is it that important to know? Well, many parts of the world use metrics. We use metrics for some things. Public parks and green spaces are a community's backyard. They offer nearby residents a place to play, connect, and reap the benefits of the outdoors. That's why National Walk to a Park Day, that's happening on the 10th of October, encourages us to walk to our local parks, feel the wind on our faces, take in the fall weather, and visit with neighbors. And they help with public health. They provide a place to play, exercise, and commune with nature. Bands mutations. So apparently 100 million people Including 28 million kids Do not have access to a quality park Within a 10 minute walk from their home So this day Was made to bring light to that And encourage your community To support more more public parks And green spaces Absolutely I have lived I have not lived in Well I have lived in places with No close by parks And yeah No there's something I try and take advantage of the parks that are close by as much as possible. It is it is a gift. The Trust for Public Land launched the 10-minute walk campaign. This takes how long to get to a park, if it does. As we go outside a cafe anyway, walking outside. Hey, there's a park right there outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. Anyway. On this date in 2017... The 10-minute walk campaign was launched, a movement that calls on mayors to ensure that everyone in the U.S. in cities has access to a quality park within a 10-minute walk from their home. By 2021, the campaign generated nearly 300 pledges from mayors across the country to increase park access for its residents. 
That same year, the Trust for Public Land founded National Walk to a Park Day to further the campaign and focus on the importance of green spaces in our lives. So, the Registrar of National Day calendar proclaimed it to be that that annually. That according to the National Day calendar. <laughs> Mike is on it, man. Go where no man has gone. Before. We love it, Mike. Nationaldaycalendar.com. Very helpful. The only problem with this website is sometimes it. I don't know who's writing these because there's there's some bizarre verbiage happening. Oh yeah, but what is National Kick Butt Day? It is the second Monday in October. The day aims to motivate marketers, advertisers, and those in the business world to work smarter and harder toward their goals. Actually, I was told to work smarter, not harder. While striving to outdo the competition, be sure to also take stock of your achievements and how far you've come. How you made the strides you expected at this point in your career. If not, check your goals. Do you have the right ones in place? MTV News. You hear it. First. Outside a cafe, anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Jelly Stewart, the gift shop supervisor. I have a moldy cheese snow globe for you, Mike Matthews. Oh, thank you. Wow. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Is it okay for me to even hold this? No, Mike Matthews, you should throw it away. Throw it as far away from you as possible. That's how far you should throw it away, Mike Matthews. Uh huh. And happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Thank you. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere the Engineer, Mike Matthews. Mold is wonderful. <laughs> this is Mike's Podcast Picnic. Stay away from the mold. It's got spores and stuff and gets in your lungs and then you cough and it's terrible. Can cause death and that kind of thing. Well, I mean, on the cheese, it's good, isn't it? Mm, penicillin. Mm. What has happened to you, John Deere? Usually you're super smart. And now today you, you're acting like the dummy. What is happening? I don't know. Mm. Wow, he just fell over. You know what? It might be he ate some bad cheese that was moldy. You know, there's a great comedian named Isaac Allen that I saw over the weekend. Isaac Allen is Chinese, has a Chinese mom and a German dad. And he makes jokes about that And he's very funny You know, very clean And he was talking about how he, uh, When we speak English You can tell a lot by a language About how certain words are used So we say have fun Because fun is everywhere It's all over the place Just enjoy it, have it Where in Germany they say Make fun It's, I forget what the word is for fun But it's mach Something. As you know, there's a real scary holiday coming up. Election Day. <laughs> so to get you warmed up for it, we're gonna do a Halloween show. Space. Space? The Royal oh, Trump, Trump tweet, tweet decree. Mach space. <laughs> Which means make fun. And then he was saying, Oh look, you look at you trying to have fun. He's like doing the German accent. You're trying to have fun. No, but you you need to make the fun. You need to grow it on a little tree. You can't just have fun. You have to make it. Mm. 
Germans are always so demanding, it seems, when people make fun of them and do the German accents. And you know what's funny is Germans love that. They love how we poke fun at them. So they have a good sense of humor about it. But it's true. It's an interesting thing. Also, you know what we call a pun? They call it a work word. This is something the comedian did not say, but I was thinking in my head. You know, they call it a work word because it's doing two things at once. So it's working. You have to work, word. Work. You can't just have fun. You have to make the fun. Germans. Okay, any other interesting thing going on? Hmm? Anything that I could uh, pass along to you? Oh, did you hear... uh, that there was a My Big Fat Greek Wedding movie that came out. Uh, the, a, a sequel. It's actually the s- third in the series. And they had a TV show for an, a while. Um, let's see. Jared Russo wrote, We're not sure how they managed to make three of these, but filming in Greece sounds pleasant enough. Every single review I've read about the third movie in the My Big Fat Greek Wedding series mentions the first film making hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office on a $5 million budget. That's true. I was getting married at the time, and my then wife loved the movie. We went to see it several times. We owned it. On DVD and watched it many times When we couldn't find anything to watch on TV So I know it backwards and forwards Did I see all the other ones? Nope So The wild success of one Of the best returns on investment In Hollywood history is seemingly more exciting Than the actual movie critics were sent To review Which really goes to show how seemingly unnecessary The entire endeavor is Kathy's Corner Kathy's Corner Nia Vardalis, who's in the movie and wrote the movie and directed, direct, I guess directed the third one. <laughs> one day I was there in that part of Hollywood that's really close to that ginormous castle that the Scientologists own. It's like a hotel slash castle somewhere there near Hollywood. And I was there with my then wife's cousin and we're walking Past uh, some outdoor cafes And there was Nia Vardalos just stand, uh, sitting there With somebody at a small table And she had a hat on And our eyes met and she quickly looked away Like ah oh, shoot he figured out who I am And then I told My then wife's cousin Yeah Nia Vardalos is back there And he's like really? And he turned around and walked back And yep Mike's right So it wasn't something I imagined And uh, let's see It starred John Corbett The movie, the original movie, and then this third movie. Joey Fatone was in it. And in sync, you may have heard, has just coming out with a new album, has a new song out. Because I guess finally Justin Timberlake had the time. So let's see. The best part of this movie is Joey Fatone, it says. The character Joey plays. Yeah, that's everybody's named Nick in the in the Greek community or Nikki. And then there's Gus, but I think Gus passed away. His guest manifests late in the picture and blessedly holds a tangible amount of pathos. Uh oh, no, Angelo is Joey. Huh? And Nikki, Gia Caridis. Gia, by the way, I used to be married to 
Anthony LaPaglia. I don't know if they're still married or not. Because I think she's Australian, and so is he. When you are a man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants. Welsh on the world. And cinematographer Barry Peterson have an eye for beautiful imagery, whether capturing the frivolity of a spontaneous swim in the ocean or the magic of a traditional ceremony. Even the repetitive cutaways to a barnyard to barnyard animals are done with a modicum of comedic and artistic panache. That's that was oh from Variety. Adenda with and then Screen Rant said, "My big fat Greek wedding three isn't a return to form, but it does feel like getting a big hug from a fiercely loving family." The sequel is actually filmed in Greece, and each location is visually breathtaking. But this isn't the sequel. This is the third one. Well, in any case, it's it was in the theaters. I don't know if it's still there, but I probably will avoid it and and avoid the uh, going back in time to back when I was trapped in a continuous my big fat Greek wedding loop. Gosh, I even had the soundtrack. Someday, someday I may grow to appreciate it. I was just awesomely pleased. To see John Corbett in it Because I loved him In Northern Exposure So to see He had not done anything in a while Except for Sex in the City And suddenly he appears in this big movie That had a bunch of fans And he played a cool character So It was nice to see him Have a little bit of success Later on in his career So Zuckerberg is still trying to figure out The metaverse and trying to make that happen You know he runs Facebook and Instagram And Whatsapp Meta announced that it'll start shipping The new uh, Virtual reality headsets that they have The Quest 3 Today, oh no wait, tomorrow October 10th Uh, Three years after the Quest 2 The company hopes the 499 Ah, let's just call it $500 device is cool enough to lure you into the meta realm and make you forget about Apple's forthcoming $3,500 competitor. Last year, meta had just 200,000 active users in Horizon Worlds. That's its app for socializing in virtual reality. At an event, Zuckerberg also hyped the new ChatGBT-like AI Features that Meta is bringing to its social media and messaging platforms. These include digital sticker creations, imaging, editing. Uh, so you can create digital stickers, you can edit images, and then there's celebrity chat bots ranging from Jane Austen, who will talk to you. Who did? What does Jane Austen even sound like? British to Snoop Dogg. Okay. Holding court with Lady Katie. Lady Katie. Katie. Lady Katie. Oh yeah, we already heard Kate Perry. Katie Perry worth three hundred and forty million dollars. Wow. From selling her catalog. She has built upon her success over the past fifteen years. Her debut single went to number one back in 2008, I Kissed a Girl. She's had eight other number one hits, including California Girls Firework. 
And she was the ninth highest earning musician of the decade. That would not have... Is this our decade or the 2020 or 2010s, possibly? With an estimated income of $530 million. In 2015, she netted more than Taylor Swift, Rihanna, and Miley Cyrus combined. What? Wow. More than Taylor Swift. But this was... Eight years ago, seven years ago, so <sighs> times have changed. So more than Taylor, Rihanna, and Miley combined. Seventh season on American Idol as a judge. Let's see, she earned $25 million for that. And she also has a shoe brand called Katy Perry Collections and a, na- a non-alcoholic beverage called Desoy. Is it Desoy or Desois? So Taylor Swift... You know, I mean, people, you know, people get stuck on stupid. You know what I mean? You know, there's that story about whoever she dates gets richer. And somebody said, why doesn't she date a climate change scientist so that that person could get more exposure? Because whoever she dates gets more exposure. There you go. Well, hopefully all that was interesting. If you would like to call me about anything we talked about today, I have a phone number. It's in the East Bay. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Yes, because we are in Podcastro Valley. That is the phone number to call me if you would like to. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.